All right. Well, on this uh, last day of 2022, this is our final technology <laughs> call this week. Uh, so I want to say hi to everybody that's joined the call. Thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedules to say hello. But uh, welcome. I think the first person we're going to start with is going to be Paul from Pulling Pal. Paul, what's going on in your role, buddy? Well, you know, there's been an awful lot of discussion on the boards, and uh, figured I'd jump in in case anybody wanted to keep going with it. But, you know, I mean, the whole the whole Joan Art thing is it is it really out of the ordinary? I mean, it's typical business, isn't it? It uh, you know, you look at the the Murray Stingray, the Magnapole. I mean, the list goes on and on about the stuff that they are copying. Uh, you know, the the poor guy I ambushed at the trade show. Uh, his name, Wayne Bunce, I think his name was. I mean, he didn't see it coming. I kind of feel bad for, for what I so, You know, I mean, it's uh, those guys, those guys are really, and, and my sales have improved based on the advertising that they're doing and the awareness that they are doing in the industry. My sales have improved. So I'm kind of like, uh, kind of got mixed emotions about the whole thing. Yeah, they ripped me off, but. At the end of the day, you know, I'm not, I'm not hurt by it. So, so Paul, I'm just going to back you up a little bit. So, a couple of the guys that are on this call maybe aren't in the tools channel and don't understand what's happening. So, I'm going to give them a little background. So, very long story short, we all know Jonah Tools is. Um, just yesterday, they released, uh, which happens to be an OEM licensed Ferret Tools camera. Um, but yet, it's it's just another product that Jonah has released that is a direct copycat of another tool. So that sparked up, you know, a big conversation in our group. So if you get a chance, join the tools channel just so you can see what's going on. But Paul, who's on this call right now, is from Colorado. Uh, he is the inventor of the pulling pal, which I would say show of hands how many people use this. But, you know, I'm just looking at almost everyone on this call that I know in structure cabling uses your tool. I use it. Oh, is that Felix? No, that's Pierce. Oh, well, hey, Pierce. No, I thought I saw Fields. So. I'm on calling only. Sorry, not on camera. Yeah, no, I can't tell. Yeah, the only person that's got a camera on right now is is me, Paul, and I occasionally see Kevin. So I can't really tell who's talking. I don't, right now. It's okay. All right, I need, I'll buy a camera, I promise, for next time. But you're so pretty. I need you. Okay. I'll get um, right on it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, go ahead and continue now that, uh, you know, everybody knows the background. Um. I guess where I was going with it is it's it's just one of those things. You know, everybody says, well, did you patent it? Well, you know, I mean, it's a tough thing to patent. It, uh, it really isn't that unique, a pulley. I mean, it's a pulley. The only thing that makes it unique is the, the intent of, the, of how it's used. And that is for pulling cables. And that's how the, you know, the brackets are fashioned in a way to, to try to minimize you know, to keep the cable in the saddle. And that's really all it is. And when you're starting out, I mean, you know, you know, I don't know if you guys know, I, I, I'm the owner of Denver security camera. That's my day job. And in, in running cables everywhere, I mean, I, I needed this tool and no one made one. There was something called the Jameson second man pulley way back in the day. It was a really cheap, thing that they stopped making because well, it was cheaply made and didn't work, but nobody made anything. So, I mean, I, I fashioned something out of an old uh, wire feed 
spool and a couple bearings and I bent my own brackets and I used it in the field and it worked great. I thought I'd make something. And, you know, I didn't know if it would take off. You don't know about these things. And you only have a year once you introduce a product to actually file for a provisional patent to protect it. And, the, you know, patents are aren't, are not cheap. They're not cheap to get. They're not cheap to defend. So, I mean, at the end of the day, do you really, do you really spend the money? not really knowing if you're going to have a viable product. And in many cases, it's no. And in my case, it was no. So that opened the door. And Joe and Art came in, saw it, probably looked at my Amazon sales, and said, well, let's knock this one off. That's, I mean, I don't know. Who, who here knows the uh, Magnapole guy? I don't know the Magnapole. I know the tool. I have one. Um, I do not know the... The person from that group i don't even think he's in our community no and you know the story i got from uh from jonard was that magnapole is one of their shiny examples of how they could make someone a millionaire overnight by teaming up with them but you know, i'm not so sure how that is all working with with magnapole magnapole is still making their tool and jonard is making a deviant of it a deviation of it um and they changed the uh they changed the magnetic mouse shape i think is all they really did so you know it's an interesting interesting field to be in um you know guys like us we're out in the field every day we're making stuff we're we're, we're pulling cables we know what we need and you know we're the, we're the innovators we're the ones that go out and know what we want and outfits like jonard um you know they don't they're just looking for a product and you know my my opinion, I think Jonard is just trying to build their product line. I mean, you go on their site, they sell tape measures for Christ's sake. I mean, you know, come on, I think the tape measure industry has pretty much been settled long ago. <laughs> but they're just trying to increase their product line. Um, and, you know, I threw the whole uh, Harbor Freight thing in. That's kind of like the Harbor Freight approach. You know, make them cheap, make a lot of it, and make it up in volume. I guess would be the thing, but um, competition's a good thing. I mean, if anything, I was sitting on my ass just enjoying the windfall of the, of the sales of the pulley until they came along. Well, that's really kind of kicked me in the ass to learn more, study more. There's a lot of products of theirs that I could improve on and and will. I mean, you know, now that I've got my feet wet in the manufacturing end of things, why not? Um, I think we were, I was mentioning, I really, really kind of crossed my mind to have sort of a, uh, a group of people that we could bounce ideas off of one another. You know, we'd all have to sign agreements, um, but I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea, a bad idea, but I know every one of you on this call right now is, you go out every day and there's probably a tool that you think could be invented or, or one that's existing and could be made better. But you don't know how to do it. I didn't. No, and, and I appreciate that. And I think what we do is in that tools category, let's keep this conversation going. And and if if there is an idea, and I know Jeff just jumped on the call too. Jeff has got a million ideas for tools and products, which is great. Um, and obviously there are other individuals within this group that are in the manufacturing product. You know, door jam is in here, um, vertical cables in here. Generally, just people that make products, I think. If, if there is something in the industry that we feel like we're missing, I think we've got a good group of people that can help us with that. Um, 
but this is definitely definitely an interesting topic. It's a hot topic right now. I mean, it's been a hot topic for a while. You know, um, I, I think Dave said something on that post. Imitation is, you know, the most sincere form of flattery, and it is. And I do appreciate that there is competition in the market. There's nothing wrong with competition in a market, but it's when you were a company that was once innovating things is now just building an entire company off of the backs and shoulders and knowledge of, of others without really doing any, any real innovation. And that's the word that, that keeps sticking in my head because it's the biggest word on their webpage that they are innovators. I'm like, okay, you're tool makers. I'll give you that. You're not innovators. And, th and that word bothers me. Um, and I don't want to spend the next hour talking about Joner tools because quite frankly, they're not worth it. But does anybody else feel kind of the same passion about this that we have right now that are, is on this call? I really don't. Is that is that Kevin? It is. I really don't at all. Like let let's let's face it. Uh, a snatch block is not exactly rare in this industry. The tool already existed in many different forms and was marketed to both the high voltage and the low voltage industry. There's nothing really innovative about it. I mean, is the construction of it innovative? Did they make a carbon copy of it? Absolutely. Was that a dirty move? I think so, yes. But was the product innovative to begin with? No, it wasn't. And that's fair. And I, I don't think that's necessarily what we're arguing. I think what we're arguing is, is the last 10 tools to come out of their corral have just been carbon copies of others. So where is the innovation from them? Is is what I think is my concern. Here's the thing. You're talking about a company that has been around probably longer than you have in the industry and has made tons of innovative tools. And only in the last, I don't know, five years or so, have they really taken a direction of just rebranding existing equipment and copying existing equipment? So I can't shame a company that has such a strong history with just the direction that they've been in in the past five years. I mean, think about when, when TTI purchased Milwaukee and then all of a sudden their, their tool repertoire just exploded and they went from uh, an American company to a Chinese company just pumping out all sorts of crazy tools and they were available absolutely everywhere. That's the direction that I see Jonar going in. And do I dislike Milwaukee for it? Not really. I, I mean, they're obviously, obviously in a direction of profit maximization. And so am I going to shit on Jonard? Not, not really. I mean, they, they have some fabulous tools and they have some that are just absolute junk. So I, like any company, I mean, even Greenlee did the same thing when, when they're owned by Textron. They, they had their core product, which was absolutely fantastic. And then they just started branding different tools. They came up with lines of measuring tapes and screwdrivers and hats and you name and just started slapping their name on everything. And some were hits and were great and some were misses and were crap. And it was just them whoring out their brand. I mean, Snap-on did the exact same thing. I mean, at one point, Snap-on tools were fantastic. And I mean, their core product still is. But then they just take the goodwill of that brand and they start pouring it out and rebadging all sorts of product and then and, and overselling the hell out of it so it's it's just the direction that tool companies go 
when the kids inherit the company and they want to cash in. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a good point of view. And that's why it's good to have these conversations. And, and Craftsman, I think, is the new company that uh, is going by the ways of, of crap now, too, because Craftsman used to make the best tools on the planet. And now they are just crappy sheet metal, so to speak, that, that just break. Now, they still Craftsman's honor the warranty. Actually, Craftsman's actually moving in a different direction. So Craftsman did that, you know, many, many moons ago. It was, you know, a fantastic company. And then, you know, they, they just went towards making much cheaper product. But then the, uh, the, the company changed hands, right? And, I mean, they, they were under the Sears brand. Sears no longer exists. I believe they're now part of the, the Lowe's company and is now, like, sort of taking over the Cobalt branding. Uh, and, I mean, we, we've yet to see really what, what is going to come of Craftsman. So that, that company has shifted direction several times. Uh, anybody else want to make any comments on this tool before we just catch up on what everybody else is doing? Well, you know, I would like to see examples of the aforementioned tons of these pulleys out there. I mean, the, the only one I know, I mean, I didn't start out thinking I was going to make a pulley. I looked and looked and looked for one to use. Yeah, I mean, I mean when I, when I, I'm not in the manufacturing business. It was a necessity that I needed in my job. Believe me, sure. Go on Greenlee's website and have a look at the variety of. Yeah, but you're not talking about the hundred fifty dollar metal one, are you? Nope, nope, you're right. But you know what? Like the the day that I started in this industry, which which would be uh, this February, nineteen years ago, on the truck we had multiple pulleys from LSD, labor saving devices. They were little yellow pulleys, and they had a, a little quick disconnect wire on them, and I think they were called the third <laughs> hand, something like that. Um, and and we use those regularly, and and that was that that's pushing twenty years ago now. Now does LSD still make them? Can you still buy them? I have no idea. But I mean, we had them on the truck and we used them all the time. Well, they don't. Uh, there was there was one there was one other uh, that that was manufactured. I I know I I made a post about it a while ago. Uh, it's it's no longer available. Um, but I mean, it, it was out there, and it was marketed in this industry. Same, same idea, right? Oh yeah, it's not. No, a pulley's been around for quite some time. You know, since the dawn of time, pretty much. But uh, it, the, the point I'm making is, you know, it took a lot of effort to design that and build it and get it to market. And it's just, it, it, you know, for someone else to just come send it to China, reverse engineer it, and say make this, they don't put any effort into it. That's the back to the innovation conversation. That's what we're talking about. Whether whether my pulley is something that is you know ground earth shattering, it is not, but it is useful. It is to me. So, um, and like I said, I would have bought one if there was one available. For sure. I mean, you 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 no doubt you you built a better mousetrap, and then somebody copied your mousetrap. Yeah, that's 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 what we're, that's the conversation. <laughs> yeah. That's... So yeah, uh, a, a dirty is... in their part. It was, it, it, it was realistically when we think about it, it, it was dirty just because it was an absolute carbon copy. If 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 they had just done something just a little bit different, like, we, we wouldn't be having this conversation. If if they came out with a cable pulley, we wouldn't be pissed off at them. It's the fact that the cable pulley is absolutely fucking identical in every which cocksucking way is why we're pissed off about it, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I mean, honestly, the only difference I had to take a micrometer to it to even see the differences, 
except for they use a, a six millimeter bolt instead of a quarter inch bolt. So the bearings don't fit, the brackets don't fit. But other than that, it's it's identical. Yeah, and in fact, when when I bought, I bought a pack of the Jonard ones, and when I, when I took them out of the box, I, I figured you were actually the one manufacturing it because I'm like this this is a pulling pal. I yeah. didn't I didn't realize it was at all a knockoff product. I thought it was your product. That's <laughs> what everybody. That's fucking close. <laughs> like, <laughs> and look, look at the bright side; they could improve on it, so they copied, right? Right. So uh, that being said, Nick just chimed into uh, Black & Decker owns Craftsman's brand. Now, I, I can tell you, uh, I used to work for Stanley Black & Decker years ago. Um, and that's another company that went completely downhill on their products and their tools. Um, I think they just kept acquiring brands. They own, Nick, what else do they own? Uh, if you've got a microphone, they own another DeWalt. product line. DeWalt is, is, their, is their major tool line. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's DeWalt, Craftsman, and, uh, and uh, Black & Decker. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was fortunate enough when I used to work for them years ago, being able to see their facility and I got such an incredible discount on their tools. I mean, it was like, it was like 80% off. I could buy all their product lines for, we're talking 15 years ago and I used to work for them. Um, but yeah, they've, uh, they've definitely take really good product lines and turn them into crap. Uh, nah, yeah, but uh, Ray, you're, you're looking at this from the wrong angle because like Black & Decker acquired DeWalt. At the time they acquired DeWalt, all DeWalt really had was a radial arm saw. And they decided to just use that name as their professional line and then take the Black & Decker name and use that as their consumer line. It, it's, it's like Ryobi and Milwaukee, right? You've got the same manufacturer making a consumer line, making a professional line. Uh, and that's just a, that's just how they decided to use those brand names. It's not like they they destroyed the brand per se. They just decided to badge product under one name and badge lesser product under another name. And, and maybe that is a problem in and of itself too, right? Like you take a name that people know, they trust, and you just turn it to dog shit. Sure, sure, but I, I mean, I mean. And you, you could say, yeah, they, they should have come up with uh, another brand name, but then they'd be left with two premium brands that would be cannibalizing one another. This is why I'm not in marketing, I guess, <laughs> to be fair. But no, I mean, they're, again, like it's, it's, I, I can't get pissed off about it because the same parent company is still out there pumping out good tools. They're just, they're, they're just under a different name, right? And, and that's fair. And, you know, there's, there's not an argument there. It's, it's just, again... I think of, think about Cadillac. Like if you go buy a Cadillac, you want to buy a Cadillac. You don't want to buy, you know, a, a Hyundai. You know, Hyundai's are, have become really good lately. Right? I know, but like now Cadillac, Cadillac is becoming their electric brand. Yep. And it's going to be exclusively electric vehicles. It's, it's just weird and interesting to watch the world change. That's all. Um, but anywho, uh, we've been about 20 minutes on this topic, so I figured... Let's jump into, let's see who came in board first here. Uh, Abe, this is the first time I've seen you on here in a while, buddy. How you doing? How are things going? Other than being sick and my father passing away last week, I'm doing excellent. Um, and, uh, our condolences. I wasn't, uh, I didn't want to bring that up without you doing so. So our condolences from the whole community, Abe. I appreciate it. No, we've just, uh, we're getting ready for the new year. Got the guys flying out on monday and um and just to end in this year the best we can so and where's your yeah. uh first 
Where's your first big project next year? Uh, we got one in Amarillo, Texas, uh, one down in uh, York, Pennsylvania, and a couple places in Colorado and all over the country. Okay. So, yeah, we're nice. doing good. Appreciate good. you. I'm just going to bow out and listen. Thanks. Okay. All right, Abe. Feel well, buddy. Uh, Larry Stroop was on. Larry, you still on with us? Yeah, I'm here. So Larry is actually works for a client of mine, and I wanted Larry to jump in on. I'm glad he jumped in on this call because, uh, Larry, I want you to talk a little bit about what your company does and maybe how we can help you as you guys are kind of a nationwide company. And there's guys in this community all over the country that could help you guys out on some of the things that you need. So, Larry, I'm going to go to you. Okay, um, I work for a company called Persensus. We're a reseller of mobile computing equipment for the, I guess you would say the warehousing and distribution and logistics industry. Um, if you order something online, the worker in the warehouse that goes to pick that item off the shelf most likely uses some kind of a handheld computer with a built-in barcode scanner. And we sell that equipment and the software systems that run it and sometimes the wireless networks that connect it. Um, we don't generally do uh, the wireless site surveys or anything ourselves. We've been contracting them out. Um, same for the installation. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of thing we do. Um, uh, we don't really sell carts or anything like that, um, but the wireless networks the mobile devices that are used in the buildings and the uh, software that runs them. And then we do support on them as well. Yeah. And I think Larry, one of the contacts that, that I want you to have, uh, Rob's actually on the call too, is Rob Whiteside. Um, and he's our, he's our wireless survey guy. Um, he, he, he's basically uh, Hector from Canada, if you can okay. imagine. <laughs> so if that helps you, uh, but Rob does all of our surveys too. Uh, so with that being said, Rob, what's going on in your world? Um, not a whole lot. Um, just playing catch up and the year's fun stuff. Um, coming, going to birthday party tonight for some of my family should be fun. And then flying down to Philly on Monday to see you. Yeah, buddy. We're gonna have some fun next week. And some work, somewhere there. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, we'll call it work, but let's face it. Um, yeah, but Larry, uh, Tuesday night, if you're available too, we're going to meet at the Madison. Uh, you'll get to meet Rob if you so choose. I, I talked Hector into coming out too, because uh, I've got a couple guys from the community that are actually going to be in town. So if you're free, come on by. Yeah, I'll Make see sure what you I'm doing. Um, Nick Martin, what's going on, my friend? Yeah, sorry, I had to Oh, not much. Speaking of, uh, did uh, everybody get uh, Christmas cards that I sent out? I did. Thank you. Yeah, Much yeah. appreciated. You know, only one person out of 30 people that got them said that they received it. And that was Zachary Cordova. <laughs> Are you surprised? Uh, yes, actually. Usually, oh. usually I get it. Uh, actually, two people. Another one of my buddies actually said that. Actually, uh, I sent out to some as uh, in the community to uh, to mess with them. Didn't know I had their addresses and I didn't hear a peep from them. So I don't know if they're scared or uh, if they're just curious. But uh, not much. Had a good uh, end of my year. I'm actually going to go do a service call today for five down cameras that I put off. And I'm going to end my year with that. And next year, bigger and better things, hopefully. We'll see. Me and uh, Zach, I hope we're going to tag team on some stuff. So Nice. 
maybe, nice. hopefully. And anybody else who needs help, let me know. No, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and Nick, you're based out of what part of Texas? Uh, I'm in Central Texas. I'm in Austin. Okay. I handle Perfect. I handle statewide, and I handle, uh, you know, like day day for me is anywhere between like San Antonio or down to the coast all the way up to the Dallas or Houston area. But I mean, I, I cover the whole state and my core is probably like Waco to San Antonio areas. But I mean, yeah, I I do a lot. I've got some steel factories and some manufacturing that I handle. And um, I'm probably one of like Chick-fil-A's top certified techs for this area. And I pushed out most of the competition and I handle all of, zaxby's across the state and i do a lot of service and you know uh you know retail type stuff but i'm uh i'm moving more and more away from that and trying to stay more industrial commercial more than anything and i think i probably only handle about two or three percent residential so residential has never been my focus so definitely anything uh cabling uh cameras access you know you name it anything that you know, we all do. I, I pretty much can handle and, and, and do an operations here in Texas. So cool. Appreciate yeah. that. Now, I think yeah. you said Zaxby's. I think I know the brand, but what is that store? Uh, it's like it's equivalent of like Chick fil A, just not as okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. as good as Chick fil A? Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to take over their structured cabling and stuff as well. But I do, I do their alarm and their camera systems. And, uh, you know, a lot of the systems I've done this last half of the year have been anything between like 16 and uh like 60 cameras probably so i'm moving more into the a lot larger systems and um i'm i'm in some relationships with some national companies uh or internet we'll put say international companies that um i positioned myself with some companies they bought out and i've been with for three years and now i've assumed their whole territories and so it's a lot of things like dealerships shopping centers, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm starting to do some very, very, very large systems. And uh, I do a lot of construction sites with like temporary cameras, mobile trailers, stuff like that. I build all that, deploy all that, maintenance, all that. So I'm kind of spread across a lot of stuff. Nice. Hey, that's where the money's at, right? That's it, man. It's, it's, it's everywhere and everything. Right. You can't, tell your top cli- you can't tell your top, your top client that you can't do it. You know, that's, no. So I'm not looking idea. for him. I didn't move in on my territory. Everybody's happy where I'm at. So yeah, I need, I need more, pro- I need more projects. So I, for the past three years, I've been mostly service. And so I'm trying to move from the, you know, 70% service to more of the, like, let me do 30% service. You know, that's where I'm trying to, trying to get. So more projects is what I'm trying to do. Oh, good luck, man. If we can help you with that, please let us know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love some ideas on, on marketing and, and sales and stuff like that. So if anybody has any ideas on, you know, um, I've already got commercial financing and stuff put in place for clients. I just need to figure out what's the best way to pitch someone because I'm not a salesman. That's my biggest weakness. I need to, I just need to find people who are looking how to target them and then how to kind of get in front of them, solve their needs. It's really what yeah. I need help. You know, it's probably not a bad idea. We don't, I'm just looking at our list of channels right now. It doesn't look like we have a marketing channel, but maybe that's something we can put in there. And yeah. from a graphic design and a marketing standpoint, we've got um, Dave, who's not on this call, but Dave owns a, a marketing company. Maybe we get him more engaged yeah. uh, this year. Yeah, so. there's, there's some guys I've got that are going to be coming into this group 
and uh, they just haven't done it yet. Their uh, their MSPs are real small, but they're ex uh, like federal employees, ex military, and they've gone on to be like DOD MSP uh, and stuff like that. And so they're they're smaller companies. They're finally incorporating, and uh, they're working with me and helping me do things uh, in some other cities. And so I'm trying to get them in here uh, once they stabilize a bit, and they're trying to take off and get more involved as well. So. Um, I know Zach does some MSP stuff, but I don't know who else does in the group. So it might be a good, it'll be someone that's in Texas. Cause I know Zach, I think is the closest MSP I know in Colorado. Okay. And I lied. We actually do have a marketing channel, believe it or not. Uh, uh, we don't it use doesn't it. appear. Yeah. It's just not being used. So let's, uh, let's get it to use. Cool. All right, sounds good. All right, buddy. We'll have a happy hey, Thank Thanks. you again. Yeah. You know, the best way to get new clients, Nick, is just to get in good with somebody else and then steal their major client from them. You know, I, right. I've, 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 I've heard uh, about uh, that kind of thing, um, you know, so maybe, uh, maybe that's something worth investigating. But my understanding is the easiest way to do it is to find someone who's more capable than you and bring them in as the person that holds the leash. I don't know, though. <laughs> I'm just massive. Oh, my lord, dear God. Well, listen, happy new year, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, so we had two, two, two dial-in callers, and I apologize. I know one was Pierce, and the other was whom again? I'm sorry. This is uh, Nathan. Nathan, what's going on in your world, buddy? Tell us about your business and what you're up to. I'm just uh, living the dream on the last work day of the year. Um, it's been uh, quite the last week. Uh, we've had three decent sized projects wrap up this week. So it's kind of been all hands on deck, uh, myself included. And trying to get those wrapped up, uh, actually wrapping up the last one now. And then uh, also working uh, some new, couple of good new opportunities that came in this week. So uh, it's been a good week all around. So for the guys in the group that don't know who you are and what you do and where you're located, give us a little bit of back. Sure, so uh, out of uh, Indianapolis, uh, company name is uh, Workplace Technologies. Um, I've been in the industry for about uh, 20 years. Um, and uh, early this or spring of this year, um, kind of took out on my own. Uh, last, I'd spent the last five, six years uh, doing account management and sales um, from a communications company doing low, pretty much anything low voltage and, then, and of course, uh, telecom. Uh, and then had spent uh, the last really the last two years um, before starting this uh, doing sales for a UCAS, kind of a regional UCAS provider. Um, so I had spent a number of years as a tech, um, then uh, running uh, operations for a couple couple different companies, and then said, well, that was fun. Let's try sales. And so got the sales side of things down. So said, well, screw it. I can do uh, operations and sales. Um, so let's branch out and see where this goes. Nice. So awesome, uh, primary focus is anything low voltage, um, door access, CCTV, uh, your normal structured cabling stuff, um, connectivity. Um, so, you know, the, the low voltage stuff has been great to kind of drive the right now revenue, um, but working on driving that recurring revenue in uh, UCAS, the telecom side of stuff, uh, and then connectivity. Yeah, good luck. So, of <laughs> we uh we made that move this year actually probably last year we started moving everybody to that recurring revenue model and it's it's a game changer well i guess it wasn't last year for me because we started doing it 
probably about a year before COVID got real heavy. And that's the only thing that kept us afloat, man. So good luck, man. It's a lot of work. It is, but uh, hopefully, you know, four to five years from now, I can uh, enjoy the fact that uh, you know, maybe get enough uh, game business model has them, would hopefully have enough coming in that, uh, to cover most of the uh, monthly expenses. Amen. Excellent. All right, man. Well, listen, have a, have a happy new year. Thanks for joining in on the call. Appreciate it. Absolutely. My man, Jeff Day. Looks like it's beautiful up where you are. Give us give us some feedback here. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Not much. How you been? Good, good, good. What's going on in your world? Ah, not much. We're uh, doing some uh, some conduit work here. Let me see if I can get you a little. I don't know. Never mind. Just something like this. Okay. Uh, you know, some cameras going in, stuff like that. Excellent. Is this, your, is this your last day of work, I'm assuming, or are you working again tomorrow? What's today? Oh, Friday? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, we'll, uh, I think we'll, I think we'll, uh, pick up on Monday. How's and the then, work uh, by you? I noticed, uh, yeah, so I was listening off and on here. I, uh, Rob talked about what he's got going on. He, he omitted what he's doing after, after, after he, uh, meets up with you. Yeah, I know he did. I, I I would feel. I mean, are you are you a little hurt by that? Because I know I, feel, I know what he's doing. I know he's trying to work out uh, getting a box truck license. So maybe he's trying to keep it on the on the DL until he can get that sorted out. So why don't you share with us what what's going on with you and Rob in the next coming week? Uh well, first off, um, we're gonna uh have dinner with our friend pulling pal Paul. Um, so. Uh, Paul, you didn't, uh, we loosely talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And uh, we're, we're going out to Colorado. We're going to meet up with Zach and I don't know. Uh, Rob's just, uh, when Rob calls, I say how high. And and you go to Colorado, which is a mile high, right? I mean, yeah. Denver. There you go. It's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, happy to help out. He needs he needed muscle, I guess. I think we're moving stuff. Nice, nice man. So, uh, good end to your year as well. Yeah, yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain. So I had my my guy Ezra here, <laughs> working along. He wants nothing to do with being on camera. Let's, uh... Nah, he's he's not in house arrest. No, nah, it's um, good, man. This is awesome. I'm happy. How about to you, that. Ray? How you doing? Uh... Yeah, I, uh, I said it before I hit the record button. So, you know, my love for Moss Mill, they're actually having their biggest uh, event. They actually closed for two weeks after this. Uh, today, this is their big fire and ice festival. So I was actually heading there and my phone went off and said, hey, you know, you got a meeting at two o'clock, you dummy. So yep. <laughs> I guess I'll get there a little bit later. Not a big deal. That's but, what uh, Zach just did for me. I got to text Zach back and thank him for that. I yeah. And you. Thank you yeah. for the reminder. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. No, man. Fridays are... are tough, man. I got to be honest. I'm like on the grind trying to get to that weekend, you know? But yeah, I feel we, like every... uh, we'll, we'll take a survey and, and see nah, if nah. a different day is, is better. Um, no, that's okay. I just, that's kind of, it's like Friday at two. I'm just trying to get there. Yep. No, I hear you. Our West Coast friends, it's probably what, mid morning? Uh, 11 o'clock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you go all the way up to California, you're 11 o'clock. But I don't think we got anybody from Cali on the call today, so. 
I guess Paul is probably our furthest guy west today. Yeah. We have anyone in California? Oh, we got quite a few people in California. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's another thing. Um, I guess if we're gonna we're gonna talk housekeeping while we're at it. Um, I really gotta get you guys to update that map that we created as kind of the beta. Um, that way you guys could put all your addresses in so we could see where everybody is across the the world at this point, because we've got people outside of the country. Um, so I'm going to get that link out there to everybody. If you guys don't mind, when you get some time, update your address, just throw your address on there. Basically just drops a pin on a Google map. So we kind of know where everybody is. Cause that, that would actually be really helpful. Um, especially since we're doing what seems like a lot more team ups in this community, which is awesome. You know, the fact that you and Rob are going out to Denver together to do some work and meeting up with Paul. I mean, that's awesome. Obviously next week I've got like six of the guys from the community coming in together to work. Like, that's what this community is about. We need to make sure that everybody knows where everybody is so things like this can keep going on. Yep. Uh, Pierce, what's going on with you, my friend? What's going on with me? I'm coming to see you next week. I know. Well, I mean, but but this is really for you. This isn't for me. So I guess we're, we're just, yay. Oh, it's a, it's a big party time. Come on, man. I know. I can't. I already got the gin ready. We're ready to go. <laughs> I actually, someone, my in-laws gave me a new gin over Christmas out of, I want to say it's out of Vermont. Okay. That stuff is, it's delicious, but man, it's deadly. It's so good. You don't, you don't want to like not drink it. It's so good. So you got to be really careful. They are I'll my favorite get some and send it your way. Okay. Well, it's I a, mean, it's a, it's a good drink. Let's go. Okay. Uh, what what um, do you got coming up? Outside besides, of that, Velvet stuff. hang out with us. So I am sitting here closing out books, firming up schedules, and all kinds of other stuff as I sit on this call, which is good. Um, next year is looking, I mean, just as busy as it always has. There's no, I mean, yes, there's a slowdown for me with, you know, my big client. But at the same time, they're ramping up other areas of their business. So, you know, what goes down picks right back up. It's kind of, you know, a net loss for me, or net um, net, net, if you will. But... Long term, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm not seeing any big changes for me. I'm thinking it's going to be the same old, same old, which I like doing. It's the fun work I enjoy doing. I'd much rather be in the field than in front of a computer. But yeah, other than that, we're good. Family's healthy. Everything's good here. No complaints. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to yeah. working with and seeing you next week. Have some fun. Good. He's the he's the good. term fun very loosely with air quotes for people not watching me. Um, okay, yeah. it'll it'll be air quote fun, but we'll make it fun. Uh, absolutely. Uh, are you bringing Mr. George with you? <laughs> Mr. George is probably going to show up. I think he's already there based on the photos he sent me. Oh, yeah. He was definitely already there. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, Fucking George. <laughs> he's, he's working. Uh, Kevin, I think you're the last guy that I didn't talk to about what's going on in your world. and kind of just chimed in on the tool convention. What's going on in your world? All the usual. I'm just about to climb a precarious ladder to fix a shade. Okay. You know, you know how it is. I do. Waiting on about a quarter million dollars in receivables I was hoping to get before year end. Is that all? The usual. Oh, God. The nice. day's not over, Kevin. Come on. <laughs> and you do have one more day in the calendar year. I mean, that check could show up on a Saturday. You don't even know. <laughs> For you. I believe 
so I guess other housekeeping items. Um, I got some more swag in from Carcatech. I just posted a quick video about that. He sent me a lot of stuff. Uh, he's out of California. So, you know, the sticker swap and the swag swap is still a, a real thing. So if you guys have not sent me your stuff, please do. Um, we'd love to be able to send you out a pack of stuff with everybody else's stuff. So get me that stuff. Um, I'll put a link up for you guys to add your addresses to that map. As soon as you guys could do that, I'd greatly appreciate it. Or if you just want to DM me your address, I'll add it to the map. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm happy to do either. Um, but yeah, let, let's keep these collaborations going. I think they're important. And make sure you're, you're posting us and tagging us and stuff, right? Like so many times you guys are doing these great projects and, and working together and we find out about it after the fact. Like if you guys are on site working together, if you're just meeting for happy hour, send us pictures, tag us in it, especially you, Kevin. I mean, don't send us pictures of where you are with Rob, but send us, <laughs> tag us in it. We'd like to see you guys working together. The oldest houses in Ottawa. It's 1836 wow. or some shit. Oh, that's nice. It's going up for sale soon, right? If you, uh, if you want to. So what would a home like that in Ottawa go? I mean, a property value in Canada. So this, one, this one sold about uh, four or five years ago for 1.3 million and change. Uh, and right now it is going to be listed for 3.8, which there isn't a fucking snowball's chance in hell they're going to get. But I wouldn't be surprised if it scoops 3 million. So, so, uh, so it's at 68,000 down here. Yeah. About yeah. that. Yeah. It's uh, 250 grand American. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, what is the size of the home? What's the square footage, bedroom, bathrooms? Uh, it's, it's a really weird layout. Um, it's probably four 4,000 square feet or so it's got uh, master bedroom on the main floor, three bedrooms upstairs. So four bedrooms got the home theater in the basement games room. Good size family room, nice kitchen. Uh, pretty decent backyard too. It's probably, probably, I don't know what size lot, maybe half acre or so, maybe a little, maybe a little smaller. Nice. But yeah, it's a nice part of town too. It's right near the hospital. Okay. Well, awesome. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left on this call. Does anybody else have anything they want to share with us? Anything they want to talk about before we close out our final catch up for the year? No, sorry. Uh, sorry. I couldn't make it down to Philly uh, with Rob and uh, everyone else. But um, if you could send uh, Rob away with any, any of the swag that's going out to save on shipping, he can just give it to me in Denver. Yeah, I will do that. I will do yeah, that. Rob will just leave in his car as he hangs out with you for a couple of days and forget to give it to you before he takes off. Oh, no. Oh, uh, what happened with my <laughs> um, I definitely want to get one of those shirts from Paul. That shirt looks pretty sweet. So I'll definitely be reaching out to you to get one of those. That's pretty awesome. All right, I got to sign off, guys. I'll see you later. All right, brother. You too. See you, guys. Uh, Bye. Happy New Year, Kevin. Uh, well, if nobody else has anything else, I, I would say uh, thank you again for helping this community grow. We're, we're exploding, and I keep using that word every you know, other week, but we really are. We're growing, and it's, it's because of people like you that are spreading the word and doing good work together. So keep that up. Um, Want to keep this conversation going in the tools channel, so please reach out with that. Um, and let's just uh, let's build the United Front and shut down all the silliness everywhere we can go and just elevate the communities all. Anything else? Pierce, any, any words of wisdom from you? Words of wisdom from me? Um... Be kind, 
Have a happy new year, and don't do dumb shit. All right. I like those. <laughs> we will see you guys in the uh, new year. The next one is two weeks from here, so we will talk to you all then, and uh, we'll see you soon. See you all next year, everyone. All right. Happy new year, everybody. See you. Happy new year, guys. Everybody take care. See you.